Hello and welcome to Be Beyond Blast with me, Lindsay. Now, a disclaimer, this podcast is going to be a bit all over the place, but so is BBOT, so if you can put up with that, you can put up with this. I'm kind of doing a missed time podcast as well, because the eviction is tonight, right? Um, But, I, what, am I going to stay up till like 2am to watch that? No. So, you can just have this now. Um, Just listen to it tomorrow. Who's going to go? Probably Monty, innit? Um... So, where we left off was Chrissy could save a friend with America's care package, and she wants to save Jason. The first have-nots of the series were announced, and America chose the have-nots. Um, so, basically, if you're have-not, you know that America hates your guts. It was Monty, Morgan, and Scott. Mm, I understand Monty. Morgan, hmm, whatever. Scott, yeah, I agree with that one. Um, the Have Not Room was revealed for the first time. It's a haunted house theme. The beds are like uh, spider webs, but they just look like, I don't know, they look like trampolines almost. But they don't look that uncomfortable, not like the bumper cars. Um, I noticed that they still have the same disgusting carpet that was in there when it was the bumper cars and the fairground theme. Shouldn't they have like ripped that up and put some, I don't know, spider themed carpet down? Don't suppose they can afford it. Um, and then someone's going, oh, do we get pillows? No, you don't get fucking pillows. You're in the have-not room. You're lucky not to be sleeping on a bed of nails. What about when they had um, those airport seats in there and all that racism the same year? You count yourself lucky. Although you are on BBOTT and no one will even remember you. People watching right now don't even remember you. So... Chrissy saved Jason, yay, with the care patch package. And um, that was good because I like Jason and I like Chrissy. And, oh, God, we had to go through the safety ceremony again with the buttons and the luminous light-up thing, the glow sticks, and, oh, God, so drawn out and boring. It's pathetic. They've got to get rid of that. Um, and anyway, it culminated in Danielle and Shane being on the block the showmans, oh, that's sad. Not really. They're shit. Um, I think Shane and Danielle might be the most boring showmans in the history of Big Brother International. Um, I've not really seen enough of it to make that assumption, but it's pretty pretty damn boring. Um, oh, this is where Jason and Shelby started having beef. Um, Shelby came in to sit down. They were probably being called round to watch... Julie Chen's hologram on the screen, pretending it's live. And um, Shelby went to grab a seat and she went, oh, I'm going to take a spot on the normal couch. Meanwhile, on the not normal couch is uh, Scott, a geek, uh, Justin, black, Jason, gay, and Chrissy, uh, weirdo. So <laughs> she's basically being like a, a mean girl, which is probably why she's in that alliance, the plastics. Well, I thought Shelby was one of us. I'm confused because... I thought Alex and Shelby were all right, but now they're, like, in this alliance with Monty. I heard they were just, like, playing Monty, but now they seem to like Monty, and I don't know. Like, it makes no sense because, you know, America, 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 America. God, if I heard the word fucking America one more time, it's bad enough when James' last series was going on about it. Oh, I hope America gives me America's favourite player. Like, shut the fuck up. They didn't. Shut up about America. Um... But I've lost my train of thought now. I'm just fed up of hearing America. Oh, yeah. If you know America likes Jason and is going to vote 
to keep Jason and give Jason's friends advantages, why wouldn't you just go and make best friends with Jason? Jason's the best person in there anyway. You get free fags for life. You get, no doubt, loads of tall stories. He can tell you all about BB UK, BB Australia, BB Canada. Fucking hell, man. I'd have a whale of a time with him. Instead, these idiots are, like, creeping up to fucking Monty. What? Makes no sense. The strategy, like, Alex going in there and going, oh, I know about strategy, I know about, like, games and stuff. You don't even know what's in front of your face. You cosy up to the person who America likes. You weaponize the twist, which is what Jason said. She's If she's too stupid to realize that, then she's a dumbass. Um, but anyway, this is when Jason flared up being called not normal, because it probably reminded him, like, being at school or something. Um, and he said... Uh, Press my button one more time, chick. I fucking dare you. Good to hear them swear, isn't it? I like it. Um, and uh, oh, America put Monty on the block. Ha ha, Philip. Um, and then he called Jason. Called Alex, not Alex. Shit, oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm not pausing it. Fuck it. Uh, called Alex a trash bag in the diary room, and he said he was tired of her being passive aggressive, and. He said to her something about her wearing a T-shirt with a dress under, underneath. No, a dress with a T-shirt underneath, and he wasn't very impressed with it. What do you think he is doing, equal chic? Um, <laughs> and then Jeff walked in, Big Jeff, a.k.a. Uh, Homophobe City, and um, he walked in and no one knew who he was, and <laughs> they were like, oh, sorry, we didn't watch your season. <laughs> he was on two seasons. <laughs> and then... Um, he goes, oh, what's up, old friend, to Jason? It's like, come on, Jeff, we know you don't like homos. Fucking homophobic cunt. Go go talk to Dumbledore, come back and see me next week. Um, but anyway, that was the end of that episode. And then I watched the live DR session with Jason. Actually, I watched two live DR sessions with Jason. If anyone knows where I can watch the other DR sessions, can you let me know? Because I tried to sign up for CBS All Access and... Not only did they not let me, uh, my bank blocked my credit card. <laughs> so it wasn't really a winning formula. So if anyone can like rip them and send them to me, I'd really appreciate it. Um, or tweet me at light up VM. Um, can you also tweet me some other stuff? Like I want to I want to see more of Justin. Like I want to hear his tales of being a pimp and a crackhead. And because I really like Justin, but because of this fucking stupid scrappy format, I feel like I've not got to know him properly. But what I do know, I really, really like. So I want to know more. So if anyone's got any clips of Justin or any clips of any interesting conversations or any clips fucking whatsoever, looks on YouTube. There's fuck all on there. Literally, the only thing I could find was Jason's DRs. So, so the DR sessions are weird. It's like. In a way, it'd be better just to see, like, their normal DR sessions when they're going in and crying and, like, asking for Xanax or whatever. But this one, it's, like, um, it's actually, like, BBUK when they go in and they ask them, like, the viewers' questions. So Jason was kind of, like, reading the questions off a cue card. Um, it was very scripted, sort of, interview style. Um, but I'm not used to seeing Jason talk about a cigarette in his hand. It's unnerving. Um <laughs> Um, on his social game, he said, I'm going to do me. No, Jason, stop doing you. That gets you kicked out. Although, actually, with America uh, in your pocket, you're probably all right. Um, he said about someone, why isn't this person kissing your ass? Because your ass tastes like crap, <laughs> which I thought was a good line. <laughs> 
And Jason said he bonded with Justin, which was strange, as he doesn't normally bond with men. So I thought that was nice, because they're both quirky characters. They're bonded together. I think that's cute. Um, And they're both minorities, obviously. Um, He said Chrissy is negative, but he likes her. I think Jason, you're negative as fuck. I've heard him call two people negative now. He is negative as hell. Uh, He said he was missing Davon and Meg. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And, um... Jason said to Twitter and America, America, uh, keep it real ratchet for me, which I liked. <laughs> Get ratchet. <laughs> um, and then in his other DR, which was actually an early one, he said, I'm a rabid personality who only uh, only attracts other rabid personalities. Rabid, rabid. Oh, fuck, I've forgotten how to say that properly. Um, and he said he's tired of the pretty faces in the game. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Um... I do think, though, it is a year for strong women on BBOTT because, like, the plastics, as they're known, um, Alex and her sister and Shelby, they're all quite strong. They're, like, um, Monty thinks he's kind of bossing them about, but actually they're bossing him about. And I think Alex in particular is smart, so I don't know why she's not realising that she needs to go with Jason, especially as she needs to have a lot more in common with Jason and the freaks than... The plastics, I think it's her sister that's kind of influencing her on that. Also, that sister, Morgan, she wears so much makeup. I know Alex told her to wear makeup to differentiate uh, themselves from each other. I can't believe people haven't worked out their sister. What? What is going on? Ugh, ridiculous. Um, but the amount of makeup she wears, she looks like, like a six-year-old going to a beauty pageant in America. It's not, not a good look. It makes her look so old as well. Um, Alex looks really nice without any makeup on. Um, what else? Oh, on the little scrappy live feed bits that they... The live feed highlights. How do they put that shit together? It's the most random collection of things ever. Like, each bit is, like, about two minutes long, and it's, I don't know, them, like, playing the bongos. They're, like, limboing under a, a stick. Um... I don't know, it's just the weirdest little scrappy things that they've put together. Um, but they were saying about Monty being racist and saying about Justin stealing clothes. And uh, Justin said, oh, I want to check him about it and was flexing his pecs. I would like to see it. Did he check him about it? I would like to see that. Uh, what did Monty say specifically that was racist? It can't have just been that because I read a few things on Twitter about him being racist. I've I've not looked on Twitter like that much. I thought I'd look a lot more, but I've still wanting I've still been wanting to like see the clips and see the see the actual show rather than hear about it. It's like remember on BBK when they're like, Oh, we're getting rid of the live feed and we're just gonna do tweets. It's like fuck off. Uh, now they don't even do tweets, so you should be grateful for even that. But I don't follow that BBK account. Fuck them cunts. Um but it's like it's not as good as it reading tweets like if I've seen everything then I read at people's tweets cool I can say oh yeah I agree with that whatever but if it's just people's tweets it's not as good I'd rather see clips where I can or see the live feed where I can have got the live feed by the way on a dodgy link and um I need to sort out because it's a bit glitchy and apparently there's something I can do to make it better um thanks Marcel uh, <laughs> but um I've not done it yet because I've not had time but I'd say, how much live feed have I watched? Am I a feedster? Probably not. I've watched about, in the past week, about probably three hours. Not much, is it? <laughs> it was quite boring what I watched. <laughs> but I'm trying. Like, I just don't really have the time. But, um, you know, I, I'm trying. I'm doing better than I was. And I'm also not being so scared of spoilers. I've got spoiled on everything this week. So 
I'm, it is a new way of working for me. So, you know, I'm powering on through it. <laughs> I don't know why I suddenly went into like apprentice speak there. Um, <laughs> so then um, day 14 highlights, uh, Big Jeff. So when you don't see much of this veto comp, I know it's because they show it live on the feeds, but it's like, fucking hell, give us a bit more. We'll sh- see about one minute of it. So they're doing, uh, like, it looked like a game of croquet. Croquet. <laughs> Is that how you say croquet that sounds so wrong anyway they were playing that thing like in alice in wonderland and um <laughs> danielle apparently stuck her tongue out and it rubbed whitney up the wrong way uh that sounds a bit sexual um poor jeff hardly got any airtime. shane won i'm not sure how or why or what and jeff said to him you were all over that hole that's not a very nice way to talk about Danielle. <laughs> Sorry, I could I definitely can't be the only one to do that joke. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, Danielle was having a fight with Whitney in the kitchen, and Whitney's going, "Oh, I don't like the way you stuck out your tongue. Stuck out, stuck out your tongue. Fuck off! If I give you the middle finger, or call you a cunt, then moan, but not sticking out your tongue. Who gives a shit? Like you wouldn't like Kerry Katona much. Um, and then Danielle was going, uh, I know. Dan- yeah, Danielle said to Faleb, okay, Monzi, America sees your true colours. She's probably like tattles turning to America like, mm, I'm going to tell America that you did this. Mm, America, like shut the fuck up about America, you bitches. I'm tired of hearing it. Fucking hell, man. If you had a shot every time someone said America, you'd be fucking shit-faced. Oh, America knows. America's going to vote you out. America's only got one vote. Well, actually, America can put someone on the block and then has one vote. But still, it's like, oh, stop squealing to America. That makes me pine for, like, real big brother because this, mm, yeah, I've got more to say about that later. Um, so the plastics are saying they want to go after Danielle because they're probably jealous because she's good looking. Um, oh, shit, I'm caught up. I suppose that's what happens when... Um, the highlights are only about five ten minutes long um so in summary basically all i was thinking because i've obviously been listening to podcasts about it as well um but all over here was um like on rob has a podcast like the live feed correspondent saying oh we don't want the vote like uh we don't want you know america we don't want to be america we don't want to get involved in the game but since they've been given that power i've noticed there's just something like yeah yeah vote for this person vote for that person and it's not just them on other podcasts too suddenly everyone's like yeah 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 poll your votes on this person that person's like hold on do you want the vote or do you not want the vote because it's a slippery slope you get this fucking vote and you end it like bbuk it's like outside contact and that's what this vote is it's basically outside contact you get it and you think oh yeah i want that i want you know danny whisker to read a tweet that i've wrote calling him a twat and in that delicious moment you really really enjoy it but afterwards it leaves a sour aftertaste and one of the things that I'm liking the least about this whole thing is when you do get what you want all the time and let's face it we have so far it makes you it's not as enjoyable it's better to have it be more random and have it be fairer it's like in Big Brother Canada remember when um they did like, I can't remember what it was, it that uh, Canada got to nominate or whatever. But then they chucked out um, Andrew Gordon, uh, aka rolling around in Mo- Molly fame. And everyone hated Andrew Gordon and Kenny Brain. 
But when they flipped the house on them and got them out, it wasn't that satisfying because the others hadn't done it. You can say, oh, Ned is a really good game player and blah, 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 whatever. She's boring, actually. But she is a good game player, but she wasn't great to watch. And she was, but she didn't make that happen. It was Canada's vote that made that happen. And it wasn't as satisfying as if Nedda had had the... Which she could have had the wherewithal to do it, but because you never actually saw that, it wasn't... I don't know, it's like, you got what you wanted, you got Angie's head on a plate, and it wasn't that good, and then Kenny went, like, the next week or the week after, and that wasn't that good either, and then you realised it's good to have Angie and Kenny in the house, they were good villains. Fuck it, I'm gay, the shred, shred, shred. There was loads of good things about having those really, really hateable people in the house. And that's what I'm worried about with BBOTT is they're just going to pick off all the racists and old people and all the objectionable people. And then who are you left with? You're left with all the fluffy people and it's not as interesting. Although that's not actually true because the people that the fans like are actually interesting people like Jason and Chrissy and stuff. But you get my point. It's it's like when... um when um they on Big Brother Canada as well, when they did the fake eviction... Uh, stealing that from BBUK as well and um and then Kelsey went back in and took down Mitch that was such a fail like for the show and people were like oh Mitch could have got himself out of it like, shut up the whole thing was a fail the secret house was a fail the way they did it was a fail Mitch going was a travesty um it's like don't fuck with it like I don't know I, I feel like I'm such an idiot even saying this because it's so obvious but it is like you get what you want and you never want it again, as Courtney Love once said. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, if Jason does win the season, which I do hope he does, it's not because he's a strategic mastermind, it's just because he's a fan favourite. And that's fine. I'd love Jason to win $250,000 because I think he'd have a good time with it. I don't think he'd, I think he probably would just spunk it all and fair play to him. Um, but, I don't know. I suppose it doesn't matter because BBOTT is just a little, uh, like, I don't know, um, Frankenstein's monster of Big Brother. But I, what worries me is that all this shit that they're experimenting with is going to fill uh, in and drip down onto the main show because they're going to go, oh, people loved, uh, you know, deciding to vote cornbread out or whatever. And then they're going to start putting that shit in the main show, don't you think that that's highly possible that that's going to happen? I definitely do. Uh, so I think the point that I'm trying to make is outside contact ruins all Big Brothers and live feed makes all Big Brothers. I just really wish that uh, BBUK could just be, just take the lead from BBUS and just give us the fucking live feed. I know it's pathetic to even say such a thing, but fuck's sake that's the whole point of big brother um <laughs> anyway um uh, i just realized i'm going like do you know what i mean as if i'm like having a conversation with someone and i am i'm having a conversation with you so feel free to tell me uh what you think about what i'm saying because i could just be talking out of my ass and i wouldn't even know um and also if you listen to my podcast and think oh god she doesn't know anything why doesn't she know about this major thing that happened or 
this thing that happened, like, oh, God, she's an idiot. Could you tweet me and tell me what's happening? Because it's really fucking hard to watch VVOTD. Like, I'm doing my best. So if you think there's, like, major gaps in my um, knowledge about things, there probably is. But I would like for you to help me fill them, Ua. So uh, can you tweet me at lightupvm? Or you can email me at bbonblastpod at gmail.com <laughs> um yeah it'd be really good to get some more feedback about uh this podcast actually if you're enjoying it if anyone's listening to it because it is like a bit um random so it would be good to know what you think um unless it's bad then just go fuck yourself <laughs> um, <laughs> oh fuck i just realized i missed out a page of my notes i thought my podcast seemed a bit short <laughs> there you were thinking you were gonna get away but i told you this was gonna be a bit random so <laughs> I I just finished the pod and then I went upstairs and I thought, hmm, there's a bit that I remember writing down that I didn't mention and I came back down and saw another page. <laughs> so, the other thing was, <laughs> they were given punishments during the video competition and they got, it was mainly seemed to be um, outfits that they had to wear. So Shelby had to wear a caddy outfit and had to carry golf clubs around with her. That looks like a recipe for a bad back. Um... Scott had to sleep um, basically in a bunker, like in a sand dune, for um, 24 hours. It's all golf. Oh, was it golf? <laughs> I thought it was croquet. <laughs> um, that wasn't golf. It didn't look like a golf club to me. Oh, whatever. Um, Danielle got the water hazard where every time a noise goes off or something, she has to go in the pool and pick up a golf ball from the bottom of the pool. Now, I think this task is racist because uh, she's black. Black girls don't like to get their hair wet because their hair takes a lot of looking after. Um, So I think she should be exempt from this task. Um, And I think them making her do it is really, really unfair. So, fuck you, big brother. Racist. If they can't chuck the black girl out, they chuck her in the fucking pool. Hmm. Um, so Monty was campaigning to Shane, um, but Shane was against him, and Shane went and grasped on him that Monty was trying to get Chrissy out. Uh, Neely wasn't happy because she likes Chrissy. I like Neely, but you don't ever see anything of her. She looks so old, but I do like her. Um, <laughs> so Jamboree, worst alliance name ever, uh, went to Alex and said they wanted her to put up Scott because they were trying to like, oh, I don't know something. Uh, they were trying to get Monty out, but they... Oh, I, I can't remember. Something. Um, poor Scott's asleep in a bunker, and they were plotting against him. But Alex was like, no, I'm not putting Scott up. What is... I still don't understand why Alex is on that side of the house. I, I know I've already said that. Um, oh, and then they showed um, Danielle and Shane kissing in bed. And then Jason was uh, basically doing a Kamal. He was like, oh, I can't get no action over here. It was like... Uh, <laughs> that is a quite niche reference in BBUK there was a couple <laughs> there was a couple snogging in bed and they were a bit racist actually and there was Kamal this little gay chap and uh, he like they were like getting off and he like threw a glass of water on him and he said that's the only way Sasuke is getting wet tonight <laughs> magic that's classic BB right there um <laughs> so they had the veto ceremony and Shane used the veto on himself Shane is the most boring person I've ever seen in my life he's not even nice looking um, and then Alex put Chrissy up not Scott so she's drawing the line in the sand she's saying she's with the plastics she's an idiot she's a strategic mastermind who doesn't understand the game but anyway um, 
then we saw some more classic live feed highlights them talking about foot fetishes and uh scott and danielle playing chess and that was really interesting thanks for that um that's it was that worth (laughs) was that worth an extra three minutes of your life (laughs) i'm like fuck it is actually over (laughs) um (laughs) so follow me on twitter um read my book first aid kit girl it's going to be an international bestseller soon so if you buy like the copy that's out on amazon at the moment that would be like one of the first versions and it'll be worth a fortune honestly remember when bear said when he went in cbb put some money on me i'm gonna win it and we didn't listen this is like that so buy my book it's gonna be worth something i'll even sign it for you um what else oh yeah you can listen to this on itunes if you like but if you listen to it on Spreaker, why don't you leave me a love heart? It makes me feel like, you know, someone loves me. You know, I need it. <laughs> and what else? Um, nothing really. Drop me a line. Send me a tweet. Write me an email. Um, send me, like, your toenail clippings. I don't fucking know. Just show me some love. I need some. And, yeah, thanks for so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. You don't understand. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Bye.